0: This is the podcast by The Straits Times. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us for this special edition of The Big Story. With Harry Anto Diman, I'm Olivia Kui.
1: And we'll be discussing the new cabinet lineup. You can subscribe to the Straits Times channel so you never miss a single episode.
0: Now, Prime Minister Lee Hsien announced his new cabinet lineup earlier today. These appointments will take effect from this Monday, July 27th, with a swearing-in ceremony for the cabinet and other office holders at the Istana and Parliament House.
1: Today's changes comprise promotions for six office holders and seven new political office holders. Three office holders also retired along with three other outgoing ministers. Now as you can see, the, there are ten changes to the core cabinet they are circled in light blue.
0: Okay, let's dive deeper into the changes within the core cabinet. Ms Grace Fu will be appointed Minister for Sustainability and Environment, which will be renamed from the Ministry of the Environment and Water Resources.
1: Mr Lawrence Wong will be the new Minister for Education and he'll remain as Second Minister for Finance.
0: Mr Masago Zukifli will be appointed Minister for Social and Family Development and Second Minister for Health. He remains the Minister in Charge of Muslim Affairs.
1: Mr Ong Kang will be appointed Minister for Transport, taking over Retiring Minister, Mr Ko Bunwan. Wan.
0: And Mr Desmond Lee will be appointed Minister for National Development. He will also be concurrently appointed as Minister in Charge of Social Services Integration.
1: Ms Indrani Raja will be appointed Second Minister for National Development. She remains Minister in the Prime Minister's Office and as Second Minister for Finance.
0: New MP Dr Tan Si Leng will join Ms. Indrani as Minister in the Prime Minister's Office in addition to Second Minister for Manpower and Second Minister for Trade and Industry.
1: Dr Maliki Osman will be promoted to full Minister. He will be appointed Minister in the Prime Minister's Office as well, Second Minister for Education and Second Minister for Foreign Affairs.
0: Mr Edwin Tong will also be promoted to full Minister. He will be appointed Minister for Culture, Community and Youth and Second Minister for Law.
1: And Deputy Prime Minister Heng Sui Kiet will take on an additional appointment as Coordinating Minister for Economic Policies. He remains Finance Minister.
0: Meanwhile, there are also changes, six of them, to the slate of Senior Ministers of State. Mr Zaki Muhammad will be promoted to Senior Minister of State for Manpower and take up an additional appointment at the Ministry of Defence.
1: Dr Amy Kong will be appointed Senior Minister of State in the Ministry of Transport. She will continue in the Ministry of Sustainability and Environment.
0: Dr Kopo Khun will be appointed Senior Minister of State in the Ministry of Health.
1: Mr. Chi Hong Tat will be appointed Senior Minister of State in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the Ministry of Transport.
0: Dr. Janoputith Putith Cherry will be appointed senior minister of state in the Ministry of Health. He will continue in the Ministry of Communications and Information.
1: Ms. Sim Ann will be appointed Senior Minister of State in the Ministry of National Development. She will continue in the Ministry of Communications and Information. For the changes to the Ministers of State lineup, Ms. Lo Yen Ling will be promoted to Minister of State and take up new appointments at the Ministry of Culture, Community and Youth and at the Ministry of Trade and Industry.
0: Associate Professor Dr. Mohamed Faisal Ibrahim will be promoted to Minister of State and take up new appointments at the Ministry of Home Affairs and the Ministry of National Development.
1: Ms Soon Xueling will be promoted to Minister of State and take up new appointments at the Ministry of Education and the Ministry of Social and Family Development.
0: Several new faces introduced in GE 2020 will also be appointed Minister of State. Ms Gan Xiao Huang will be appointed Minister of State in the Ministry of Education and the Ministry of Manpower.
1: Mr Alvin Tan will be appointed Minister of State in the Ministry of Culture, Community and Youth and the Ministry of Trade and Industry with effect from 1st September.
0: Mr Desmond Tan will be appointed Minister of State in the Ministry of Home Affairs and the Ministry of Sustainability and Environment.
1: Mr Tan Kiat Hao will be appointed Minister of State in the Prime Minister's Office and the Ministry of National Development. He will also be Chairman of the Government's Feedback Unit REACH.
0: For the new lineup of parliamentary secretary, Mr. Eric Chua will be appointed parliamentary secretary in the Ministry of Culture, Community and Youth, and the Ministry of Social and Family Development.
1: Mr. Rahayu Mahzam will be appointed parliamentary secretary in the Ministry of Health, with effect from 1st September.
0: PM Lee also expressed his gratitude to the outgoing office holders. Mr. Ko Wan retires as Coordinating Minister for Infrastructure and Minister for Transport.
1: Mr. Sam Tan retires as Minister of State in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Ministry of Social and Family Development, as well as Chairman of the Government's Feedback Unit, REACH.
0: Dr. Tan Wu Ming retires as Senior Parliamentary Secretary in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the Ministry of Trade and Industry.
1: Mr. Eng Chi Ming steps down from his appointment as Minister in the Prime Minister's Office.
0: And Dr. Lam Pin Min steps down as Senior Minister of State in the Ministry of Health and Ministry of Transport.
1: Mr. Amrin Amin steps down as Senior Parliamentary Secretary in the Ministry of Home Affairs and Ministry of Health. Mrs. Ng Lam Amrin were part of the PAP slate that lost Seng Kang Jiasi to the Workers' Party.
0: So, Jan, many many changes. Let's dissect the key ones with, of course, our news editor at the Straits Times, Zakir Hussein. Zakir, as I mentioned, many changes to keep track of. But what stood out for you?
2: I think a couple of things. One was the fact that you know there was a lot of continuity. Mm-hmm. So, of the entire lineup, you had really six, actually five, um, new ministers out of the 15 ministries at the helm. Um, Ms Grace Fu moved to helm the new Ministry of Sustainability and the Environment and stepping in um, at the Ministry of Culture, Community and Youth is uh, Mr Edwin Tong who was promoted. Um, He is um, one of three new members of the new full ministers in cabinet and the other two are Dr Maliki Osman and Mr Tan Si Ling. Mm. So I think Mr Tan was the highest profile New candidate this time round. Mm-hmm. He's 55, helmed a large heart healthcare group, and I think it's no surprise that he's um, being tapped on for his expertise in manpower and MTI. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think of the other new ministers, I think you saw a couple. You know, Mr. Masagos is um, minister for social and family development. Um, Mr. Jasmine Lee uh, steps up as minister for national development, although he was all along second minister. But I think the two um, signal surprises were. Uh, Mr. Ong Ye is Minister for Transport, mm. and um, Mr. Lawrence Wong is Minister yeah. for Education.
0: Yeah, we can talk more about that, but uh, later. But Zach, um, you were saying that you know it's it shows continuity and um, comparatively to you know the previous cabinet uh, reshuffles, how That's does this right. one compare? I think this one
2: um, was a bit incremental. So if you look at cabinets after GE's, they tend to be fairly uh, you know there tends to be a significant overhaul to give new ministers exposure and promote. Um, you know, For instance, the last uh, cabinet reshuffle, you saw changes at about 11 out of 15 ministries. Right? Wow. So that was a wide-ranging. Um, and I think as PM mentioned in his press conference, um, in a crisis you need steady hands at the helm and so on. So I think it was no surprise that um, you saw a large number of senior ministers, especially from the 3G, retained you know, in important portfolios like Defence, Foreign Affairs, Home Affairs.
1: Right. Uh, Zach, the position of uh, Transport Minister was uh, closely watched since uh, Mr Kaur announced uh, his retirement before GE 2020. That's right. Uh, What do you uh, make of uh, Mr Ongi Kang's uh, moving over from the education portfolio?
2: I think it it was a surprise. Um, You know, transport's been a ministry that was seen as a political hot potato. Um, And I think over the past two or three transport ministers... um, Stream and Lim, Mr. Lee Thak-Yu mm-hmm. um, and I think Mr. Koh, um land transport proved to be such a big issue, right? And and I think um, Mr. Khor significantly, I think, made huge changes. So land transport is no longer such a, you know, um, a hot political point almost. Um, but I think as PM alluded, I think uh, it's air and sea transport, especially, you know, with COVID-19, you know, um, Singapore's um, relies a lot on being an international ANC hub. But uh, with the crisis, you see it's, you know, both sectors are quite heavily impacted. Um, you know, workers have been affected and so on. But the significant expansion plans down the pipeline, yeah. um, you know, Changi Terminal 5, uh, the expansion of the port. And I think these will still go on track. Um, and I think one key area will be kind of resuming safe travel. Mm. And I think um, PM did mention that this will require quite delicate political hands at the helm and I think Minister Ong Kang as a key member of the fourth generation team is seen as being able to um, helm these issues. There's also the bilateral rail projects with Malaysia. Mm. Um, We have the signing of the RTS agreement next week as well as uh, discussions on the resumption of the high-speed rail which uh, have to be completed by the end of this year.
0: Mm. Well you know, let's talk about who will be uh, replacing uh, Mr. Ong in the education ministry. Of course, that's Mr. Lawrence Wong moving over to the education ministry from the Ministry of National Development. Previous education ministers include Thaman Chamugaratnam, Ratnam, uh, Teo Chi Hien, and Eng Hen as well. He's an illustrious company, uh, yep, Mr. Yep. Wong. So, what does it spell for his political future, you think?
2: Yeah, and I think even before um, uh, Mr. Ong, you know, DPM Hing was uh, education minister. That's right. And I think um you know education's seen as a as a key ministry, I think, and I think in recent years under Mr Ong, it's it's kind of evolved. Your whole skills future, the whole um continuing education landscape is parked squarely under the, you know, MOE. And I think um it does require a lot of, you know, tact and and, and um managing because it it's no longer just about Preschool, but you know all the way into into um, working life and you know reskilling And I think um, it's meant as PM indicated for exposure. I think uh, Minister Lawrence Wong uh, Came in you know um, Helmed the ministry a little later than the other 4g ministers, but I think he's proved his mettle and I think it's seen as an um giving him exposure he's also co-chair at the COVID-19 task force and I think education has been a key part of it in terms of negotiating um, new arrangements for schools and yeah. um, reopening and and you know even possibility of managing this new normal for some time mm-hmm. um, and I think it's you know Minister Lawrence Wong is um, probably seen as a potential key member of the fourth generation team and, and the cabinet you know right. for at least a couple more terms
1: right Now, we've talked about uh, the, you know, movement in terms of uh, the existing uh, office holders. Let's talk about the new faces, Uh, you know, the new appointments uh, for for those who, you know, they rose uh, from um, GE 2020. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, let's talk about, you know, the appointments of uh, the new MPs like uh, Dr. Tan Seeling, for example. What do you make of those uh, new appointments? I think uh, Dr.
2: Sun has significant private sector exposure and I think as PM also indicated, um, one challenge for the government has been making sure that uh, even as um, the civil service and public servants remain a steady pool of office holders for them to tap on, uh, there's a need to be exposed to the realities as well as the um, risk-taking abilities, if you might like it, of the private sector that some of these individuals who come from, these backgrounds have. And although, you, you know, and Dr. Tan Si Ling is, I think, a prime example, you know, he's, he successfully managed a large healthcare company, trained as a GP. Yeah. Um, so not, you know, at the same time, he's not unfamiliar with the public sector. Um, and, you know, he's in two key ministries, trade and industry, which will be a key portfolio as, um, you know, we look at finding new sectors of the economy to tap for growth sources, um, new agreements and arrangements for global trade, um, and at Manpower, you know, um, re- not just reskilling and finding new new um, areas to tap on, but also managing the, you know, the coming months will be quite critical for Manpower. You know, you're ex- going to expect uh, layoffs to rise. Uh, the need to negotiate with workers as well as tripartite partners is going to grow. Um, and I think it will be, a, you know, um, almost plunging Dr Tan into the pool or the deep end. But um, it's, you know, that, that's also what private sector exposure will hopefully help. In. Um, And I think you've got a couple of other, um, you've got several promising high profile individuals who came in, right? Um, Mr. Alvin Tan, who used to be at, uh, who is still at LinkedIn, um, he's got private sector experience with social media and digital media. He's going to be at MCCY, um, where youth engagement will be key, as well as MTI. Um, And Mr. Desmond Tan and Mr. Tan Kiat Hao, right? Former top civil servants who will be um, MOSs um, in significant ministries as well. Um, And I think not forgetting uh, Ms. Gan Huang, right? Who's um, currently deputy CEO at uh, the Employment and Employability Institute. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't mentioned E2I, but presumably she'll have to give that give that up for uh, these two key posts. But I think her work at MOE, she's at. Two heavyweight ministries education and manpower and i think continuing education employability skills uh, will probably be a key part of her portfolio in these sectors
0: right well Zakia um you know in today's uh, cabinet reshuffle we saw promotions for six office holders and seven new political uh, office holders as well um do you think that their performance at GE 2020 how much did that factor into uh you know these new appointments or were they already earmarked even before the GE?
2: I think some of this um, could have been possibly earmarked, right? When when um, PAP or government looks at some of these candidates and some of the possible roles they can play, that's a factor. Um, I think the specific performance, you know, how well you do in a constituency, tends to be less of a factor than your ability to contribute. Mm. Um, you know, for for I think a key, a key, a key, a key reason is I think um, you know those are dependent on various um, circumstances, and um, I think once they've passed that threshold, uh, really the main benchmark is how well they can contribute and bring their previous experience to bear in their new roles.
0: Yep. Well, time yep. will tell. Mm-hmm. This is this the first yep. day of you know many many years of work of hard work. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you so much, uh, Zakia, for coming thank on yep. the show. We were speaking to news editor Zakia Hussein on PM Lee's new cabinet lineup announced earlier this afternoon.
1: Now, PMD also said that today, uh, today that Parliament will open on August 24th. Mm-hmm. Debate in the House will begin a week later from August 31st. Uh, PMD will speak in the debate and make a major speech to Singaporeans.
0: And this will replace the annual National Day Rally, a key speech where the Prime Minister lays out upcoming plans for the nation. Well, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. I'm Olivia Quay with haryan to demand and of course, Zakir Hussain. See you on Monday on The Big Story.